0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. You got Kyle. And you got Eric. And we wanted to catch you up to current events of the Budo Brothers. Yes,
1: it's <laughs> been a grind. We finally are coming up for air after putting out the Sifu Kevin Goat. Yes. Self-defense digital seminar. If you
0: haven't seen the self-defense stuff on the internet, you don't have a phone because it blew up. We yes. Got, we we're overwhelmed by the love that it got, by yeah. the reach that it got. So thank you to everyone who like shared and bought the course. Absolutely. And I hope you're enjoying the content as much as we enjoyed putting it together. But we wanted to talk about what it's like to not know where you're at in your journey. like. Which way do I go? What do Mm. I do? What do I want to be when I grow up? (laughs) Right. Yeah. How do I do this thing called martial arts? It's a funny thing. You think you know until life corrects you, right? You wake up in the morning and you think it's going to go one way and then all of a sudden completely gets flipped on its head. And we wanted to talk about that feeling that feeling of being lost that feeling of like when you get hit by a wave not knowing which way is up like being in the dark not knowing where the door is how do you deal with that feeling Mm -hmm. Mm because it can be overwhelming right it can be a lot to handle absolutely and to your earlier point of
1: not knowing where you are in the journey i feel like that never goes away Because no matter where you are on the journey, ahead is unknown, right? And you can have a North Star, and I think that's really important for everyone to have, but I feel like that feeling doesn't go away. Because as soon as you think you got it figured out, like you said, life throws you a curveball. You know, what you thought was going to happen didn't happen. Uh, You know, you didn't meet your goal. All of a sudden... External forces flip things upside down. And again, it just goes back to the point of us as martial artists tapping into that attribute of being adaptable and being able to continue to go when you might not know. You might be punching in the dark, but you're still swinging.
0: And martial arts is a perfect micro area where you could test out this feeling because sometimes you feel like you're in over your head in a skill or you just can't figure it out. And you're wondering how the heck am I going to get this? How am I going to put this together enough to be competent enough to do the skill in the class Mm -hmm. and work with a partner? But you just keep repping it out, repping it out, practicing, practicing. And eventually it starts molding in that direction. Mm
1: -hmm. Question for you.
0: Yeah, What do you like better in training? The feeling of
1: white belt, I don't really know what I'm doing and you're learning. Or like when you're actually performing and you're like, I got this.
0: Oh, man. I love it when <laughs> I'm piecing somebody up. Like, yeah. you know, like it's when it just feels like it's too easy. I yeah. love That's that a feeling. a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's nice because it's you, you feel like, okay, I, I finally got this. this. I got this.
1: But then again, so... Like just like on the journey, mm-hmm. you think you got this, and then some bigger, badder, stronger <laughs> a blue belt comes and is like, "Oh, you think you got yeah, this?" Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the beauty of martial arts, and that's the beauty of always being humbled
0: by mm-hmm. life, by those that have gone before. Yeah, and I I put an analogy on here a long time ago, and I kind of want to revisit it, and it it really reigns true into uh the times we're in right now let's face it right now in life it's not as fun (laughs) as it used to be right it's a lot more stressful things are a lot more serious there's a lot more fear overall as a as a whole but if you take life and you were to take the beginning and the end of your life and look at it as a symphony right a piece of music now Music has high notes and low notes, and how you oscillate between these notes is what makes the symphony. And so you can't always just be on the up, always be on a high, always just in the high happiness of life. You have to have those low notes, those low times. When you're in the highs, they're fantastic. They're great. When you're in the lows, it seems like you're never going to get out of them. But unless you have both, you can't have the symphony, and that is an important thing that I always remember: that you need low time, hard times, you need pressures, you need the downs in order to love the ups and be okay with both of them because they're what make your life worth living, and it's 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 like the People forget that the world is going to beat you up because all it's trying to do is make a diamond, right? It's trying to put pressure on you in order to make you the best version of yourself possible. And if you can tie into that, it helps you to understand that even in dark times, even in struggle, even when you don't know which way is up, you just need to control your inner self, your mindset, and keep moving. Motion is progress. Motion and trying and failing and trying and failing. So I found this quote. This is, this is beautiful. We,
1: and this was a little to your earlier point about, you know, life is trying to make a diamond out of you. It's the pressures that force you to grow, that get you out of your comfort zone. This is a quote from Meng Tzu, 4th century B.C., when heaven is about to confer a great responsibility on any man, it will exercise his mind with suffering, subject his tendons and bones to hard work, expose his body to hunger, put him to poverty, place obstacles in the path of his deeds so as to stimulate his mind, harden his nature and improve wherever he is incompetent. Hmm. And that's the journey. Yeah. Every setback is that there's that lesson there's there is the gift on the other
0: side of the challenge yeah and our community in particular we're warriors right and warriors is all about dealing with loss that is all warriorship is like you can lose the most valuable thing you could lose your life as a warrior. And you have to be comfortable with that. And if you're not scared of loss, you're also not scared of success because the two are tied, right? You could be so scared of loss that you can't succeed. So if you do not fear losing, you also do not fear winning. They're hand in hand. Especially because failures are the only way to get to success. So the darkness is essentially all of the movements, learnings, lessons, trials, tribulations Mm -hmm. that you need to figure out how to get to where you need to be. I
1: think a huge hack is realizing that it is the setbacks that are the fuel for your successes. And then if that's the case, why would we not be grateful for them. Why would we not be grateful for the lesson that we are going to learn? We might not even know what what it is yet, mm-hmm. but we and I've actually found some real value in that. We've had some stressful times. Yeah. And I have found a way in my morning meditation that despite the stress to actually reach a state of gratitude and be thankful that i am experiencing this like i'm glad i'm going through this yeah i'm glad i'm going through this because i know that this is going to make me a better person right and i think that's a mindset too though definitely because the same scenario can get people going down a different spiral
0: yeah and north america has a mirage mirage is something that you see in the desert when you're When you're completely dehydrated and you you see this mythical place that you start walking towards, but it just ends up being more sand. North America has a mirage in the way of the North American dream, right? And it is so encompassing that we work ourselves to death and don't live. Yeah. We get so hyper focused on work, on our job, on our career, on mm-hmm. success, yep. to buy a house, to buy a car, to buy a family, to save money so that we could pass it down from generation to generation to generation, blah, 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 blah. We get so caught up in that, that we forget that we are gifted life, right? And only when you're injured, especially like, you know, you injure yourself in martial arts or you injure your elbow, you injure your, your body, or let's say you you get some type of long term illness, like, you know, in that moment, that your health is not guaranteed, you are not guaranteed life either. So any moment you wake up and you're breathing oxygen, it, it. It's it's a win, and I had an epiphany on a walk. It's like I'm walking, breathing air, looking around. Like one day this will end. Like with one hundred percent certainty, yes, one day this will end. the The ability to walk, breathe oxygen, look around, and do anything right, that's going to stop. And you get so caught up in. Dollars and cents and all of these things that you forget that's the game Mm -hmm. right it's like am I breathing am I not breathing Mm -hmm. like it's it's a definite point that's the beginning and the end of the symphony your first breath and your last the distance in between there nobody knows right and nothing is guaranteed it's a casino Mm -hmm. so when you feel lost it's it's like those wanders it's almost like enjoy it Mm -hmm. right yeah but how can you overcome the
1: feeling and the hopelessness of, the, of that feeling of being lost, not knowing where you're going? Like if you, we've all got, it's part of the human experience to feel lost at some point in your life. Things could change so drastically that, wow, this isn't what I had planned. And you feel lost. And sometimes that can be debilitating. Like how do you get the strength? Or how do you get over and get over that feeling of being lost and turn it into action.
0: Lately, what I would say originally would be routine, right? Consistency and routine workouts because you can control that, right? You can wake up, do things, plan, process, do your workouts, do your meditations, just continue to grow. What I'm trying to do now is to look at it with a different mindset that less sometimes is more and I've been really working on this because I've ran a business and I worked my ass off in it did everything under the sun to save that business and it failed so I learned from that hard work doesn't equal success the two do not a line. No matter what anybody tells you, there's not a direct mm-hmm. line from mm-hmm. hard work to success. Mm-hmm. Hard work is a component of success, yep. but th- it's not a direct correlation. Mm-hmm. Stillness is one of the most powerful tools on the planet. Being able to be still in chaos, to be able to be still in a moment, to be able to be still. And reflect. So what I'm trying to do now, my younger self would be like, okay, I got to work harder, right? I got to work harder. I got to do more. I got to add more. I got to do more things. Whereas now I'm sitting back like, keep yourself healthy. Keep your mind strong. Keep your routine in check so that you can be consistent, but explore what you're missing because you're missing something something you are not there's something with your present self and your future self of who you want to be that aren't in a line and right now i sit there and i'm like i don't know that answer like i don't know that answer but i'm going to just be open to it coming to me right i'm going to be open to it coming to me and just have faith that i will figure it out and it's hard because you you want to just mm-hmm. yes. work 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 yeah. work work. Yeah. What do you do, man? It's it's a it's
1: a tough one because when you were you were talking about how hard work doesn't automatically equal success, it got me thinking. Well, what are the components of success? First off, what is success? In order to figure out how to get to success, you should probably
0: figure out what success is, and that's different for everyone. And you know what? I actually think that. Because success is so different, we should use like manifesting or like setting yourself out to achieve a task that you are creating, like business growth, like making better relationships Mm -hmm. with your family, like increasing your Mm -hmm. your wealth. Like because you're right, success success could be so many different things to people. Absolutely, and see, I think achieving your own
1: definition of success equals fulfillment yeah and fulfillment is what we as humans all long for we all want to be fulfilled we want to have a fulfilling life we want to live in joy abundance family love kindness friendship joy challenge all of these things that lead to fulfillment that are a part of being fulfilled it's crucial all those ingredients create fulfillment and i think maybe that's, that's the word. Like, how do we get fulfilled? Right. And what is it that fulfills us? And that is, that is a question that only you can answer. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at what fulfills me and I look at when am I at my best. And this came to me one day in a meditation. It's there's three pillars. I'm at my best when I'm creating, when I am creating something, when I am birthing something into existence that hasn't arrived, the conduit, of my imagination is me bringing that into the world that it, man, I can't be stopped when I'm creative, when I'm in a creative space, when I'm editing a video, when I'm doing a painting, when I'm creating a new product, man, is that fulfilling? I get this beautiful feeling of just fulfillment, man. I I'm creating. I, and I feel like that is such a beautiful part of, uh, being human. Cause I feel like only humans can be creative. You know, what other animal in, in existence is creative? What other animal is capable of art, creativity, abstract thinking, daydreaming, letting your mind wander and seeing what comes out of the ether. That's half the time. That's how I get my ideas for new products Yeah, is I'm just, what if daydreaming, letting my mind, kids imagination. Where how the hell did I get here? Mm-hmm. Don't know, but I got a cool idea. I got to write that down. So creating is a big pillar for me. Serving. When do I feel, when do I really feel fulfilled? When I'm serving other people, when I'm helping our customers, when I'm, when a customer has a bad experience because a package was late or got stolen, I actually, even though it can be challenging at times, I get fulfilled by, by, by the end of the email, the end of the thread. Wow. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the great customer service. I think service is a key thing to fulfillment for
0: me personally. I think for most people, I think that's part of being human. And in fact, I would say if you are one of those people that is completely lost and it's like hard to get out of bed type lost or like serious distress, That's the best place to start is in service to somebody else. Yes. Because you don't even know like anything about what's going to make you happy. So start off by just working on serving other people because it's mutually exclusive. It will make somebody happy and it will also make you happy at the same time. So that is a very valid point on service. And then the third pillar is inspire.
1: When do I feel most alive when I'm helping someone and I'm, I'm inspiring them to start a business or do whatever it is they want to do when I, when I can inspire other people and maybe we're inspiring people with this podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, I'm in the zone right now. I feel good. Like, and I hope that this inspires people to tap into their potential and be on the bootle path, that journey, that path that's less traveled. This, I love this. So, so. For me, and I I would encourage everyone to look at, see if you can pick out three things that bring you fulfillment. Personally, for me, it is create, serve, inspire. If I'm not doing any of those, I am not on purpose and
0: I'm not fulfilled. Right, and then the, at the same time, just not having attachment to anything, right? You could want something so bad and then not go your way no matter what, right? Like somebody could die and you could want that person back to life forever. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So being able to detach from wants, from needs, from things, from businesses, from people, from everything, being able to detach thats so huge. Memento mori, every man must die, right? You come into this world by yourself, you leave by yourself. Detaching and from things is very much like a Stoic philosophy, right? You can only control how you feel about situations and things, right? They believe that that's the only power that you wield. Nothing else is in your control. There's nothing else that you control at all. And there's freedom in that. You can't control your health. You can't control your luck. You can't control a lot of things. You can... Improve the chances of mm-hmm. those things to happen, mm-hmm. but a lot of whatever happens to you is outside of your control. There's so many factors. Nobody could have controlled COVID. No. Sorry. Yeah. Right. You could have. You could have. Were. Done anything to prepare. Like you couldn't have avoided the global movement of a the, pandemic a pandemic <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry it's out of your control exactly and realizing that is very valuable now one thing that's helping me through the covid time is that the world is now different like I don't like to relate the world to what it was and when you hear people say, "Man, I would, I would, I, I, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to," you're connecting to a past that literally is severed, no it, longer exists. It's no longer exists, and maybe we get to something that resembles it. But no matter what, in our lifetime, it's gone. It's gone. There's no way that this is going to be like, "Oh, let's forget about this and everything." <laughs> like let's go back to there's the good old days too much trauma that's happened mm. there's too much mm-hmm. trauma to the whole world this is going to be a scar that every one of us carries going forward and not to say that life is going to be terrible forever I'm actually excited about it it's, it's, it's new exactly it cannot be related mm-hmm. to the old things so letting go mm-hmm. is my point is you have to let go of all of the things that you thought you were deserved or owed or needed and just accept what is going to happen and what you can change going forward. And it's so interesting when you talk about attachments because if you look
1: at martial arts when do you get swept? When do you get taken down? It's when you're attached, you gr- you're you're committed to a skill <laughs> and the beautiful art of being a warrior is to take that attachment and use it against them. And I swear life does the same thing when we attach to shit. Mm-hmm. It's what takes us down, right? It's when you're in the dumps, it's usually because you've either lost something that you're deeply attached to. Yes. It's gone. Yeah. And down with it, you go cause you're clenched onto it.
0: So there is real freedom in letting go. And it also drains you. Like, think about when you're sparring. If you are always just fighting and you don't take a moment to just like detach and relax, you will burn out. Yeah. It will burn you out. Mm -hmm. You need those moments where you just ride the wave, let go, like just be what it's going to be. Right. And life is always a duality or it's always some of this, some of that. Right. Like, you need to have structure and at the same time you need to be able to completely let go Mm -hmm. and you need Mm -hmm. to be able to flip flop that flow back and forth between those two things
1: buddha brothers challenge buddha brothers challenge you know what i think it would be really valuable for everyone to go through that exercise and really get clear on what is it that provides you with fulfillment you know what is it what is it and focus on things that you do like action What is it that you do that provides fulfillment? Love it. All right. Till next week. Till next week. Everybody, thank you so much for everyone who joined the Self-Defense Digital Seminar with Kevin Goat. Literally, your comments, your feedback has been wonderful, and we can't thank you enough for supporting us because without you, none of this is possible, and both Kyle and I would not be living our dream. We would not be reaching and attaining the level of fulfillment which we're on, and it's all thanks to you. So thank you so much for your support, and we will see you next week. Adios.